Welcome to the Top of the Line Podcast. Every week, we'll explore your favorite PLG companies and their growth stories, how they found product market fit, nurtured communities, built their go-to market engines, and much more. Let's jump right in. Sourcegraph, Google for code. Mark Andreessen was right. Software has eaten the world, and now companies are drowning in code. We live in the age of big code. Developers are dealing with a hundred times the volume of code in their code bases compared to 10 years ago. Every company is becoming a tech company. An ever-diversifying product portfolio, coupled with the recent inconveniences caused by a bat, means that along with sheer volume, the complexity of code has shot through the roof. Earlier this year, a bug in the flight systems provided by Google took down the American, Delta, and United flight booking systems. Around 200 flights were canceled, and about the same number were delayed before the bug was found and fixed. In many companies today, lines of code written decades ago are still deployed in user-facing applications. These codes are often barely holding massive Jenga blocks together. Small code bases are a thing of the past, and the open source explosion has added to the dependence on the code base. Developers must understand all this if they are to add to, debug, or even recycle efficiently. Quinn Slack and Beyong Lu were no exception. Being developers themselves, they both faced this very itch at Palantir where they realized that a lot of code they were writing had either already been written by someone else at the company or existed in an open source library that they weren't aware of. Quinn and Beyong set out to build something that developers like themselves could use to boost productivity by acting as a second brain. They built the equivalent of Google search, but for code. Sourcegraph was built to reduce the redundancies that their CEO Quinslack and CTO Beyong Lu faced at Palantir. Fast forward to today, the Google for Code is now valued at $2.625 billion on the back of their $150 million Series D funding in July 2021. Today, a billion people are using products that were built by developers using Sourcegraph, bringing Google code search to the rest of the world. If you meet a software engineer who works on the main Google code base and ask them what they think of Google code search, they will tell you it is the best thing since sliced bread. Beyond Lu, CTO. Having worked at Google, Beyond Lu had used Google's own internal code search before and seen the value that it brought to developers. Beyong and Quinn wanted to bring this to the outside world for both open source and code within organizations. They wanted developers to be able to stand on the shoulders of giants. Sourcegraph does this using Sourcelib, the core analysis library that powers the code search. The library works by graphing the underlying essence of code onto a language agnostic schema, which translators can be plugged into depending on the language of the code. Once the source code is graphed, the tool can understand code at a semantic level and is then able to jump to definitions globally, find references, and look up documentation across all code, private or public. With code search, developers can onboard a new code base, find answers faster, and identify security risks. 
With batch changes, they can then keep their code up to date, fix critical security issues, and pay down tech debt across all of their repositories. The Code Intelligence tool provides advanced code navigation features that let developers explore source code. For a developer, using source graph extensions means that when a site is down and they get a call at 3 a.m., SourceGraph can point to the faulty code, tell them where it is deployed, who last touched it, and show them all the air logs, reducing debugging time to minutes from hours. Just call it code search, experimenting with positioning. Within the first two weeks of their launch in 2013, Quinn and Beyong were using SourceGraph to find code that someone had already written to build SourceGraph. They were using SourceGraph for SourceGraph and already saving valuable time and effort. The advantages were immediately evident, and they wanted to get the tool in the hands of every developer as soon as they could. It sounds almost astonishing now, but they weren't going to find a true PMF for another five years. Here's why. If you think you're building a category, you're probably fooling yourself. Taking this advice to heart, Sourcegraph's early positioning made the mistake of shying away from the reality of their code search platform. They were out to create a new category of product, so when they pitched themselves as a new developer platform or code intelligence tool, they were putting themselves in competition with other existing products. In reality, their only competition was an open-source code search tool created by Oracle, then Sun Microsystems, back in 2004. It was only later, and after persistence from their early adopters, that they repositioned as a code search tool. Don't talk about what your product is. That's an implementation detail. Instead, talk about the value it offers. Another piece of advice that they took too seriously. After repeating the developer value creation engine, and among others, a tool that helps developers leave work at 5 p.m., the value was ultimately left to the developers using their platform to decide. We are building code search. End of story. Cloud or self-hosted? In 2013, the conventional wisdom when faced with this choice was to default to a cloud offering. Sourcegraph was launched on the cloud, and this meant that to use their code search, companies had to upload all of their code first by clicking on a big green button. A button that not many were eager to click, especially not companies with massive code repositories, for security reasons. The early adopters of Sourcegraph were smaller companies with low volumes of code and a handful of developers maintaining them. They just did not have the big code problems that Sourcegraph was built to solve. Quinn was certain that the adoption would come once they built a name that the bigger companies could trust. For the first five years, Sourcegraph had limited traction and only with small companies who probably didn't need code search anyway. What proved to be pivotal in the product taking off wasn't to come until five years later when they finally moved to a self-hosted platform. After early adoption by Uber, Lyft, and Yelp, Sourcegraph Code Search now has 800,000 annual users, including three out of five FANG companies. Accelerated Growth Post-PMF From 30 employees in January 2020 to 210 in September 2021, Sourcegraph added one new person to the team almost every other day. 
they grew four times in revenue year over year during the time period. They have never lost a customer. At the core of their powerful PLG Motion is a tool that developers just cannot part with once they use it. Before layering in outbound sales, developers discovered Sourcegraph by word of mouth, marketing, or OSS, an API doc. Their growth accelerated through some powerful drivers and market forces. Sourcegraph is free for up to 10 users. Developers discovering the tool usually brought in the rest of their team on board, driving viral adoption within organizations and eventually moved to enterprise plans. The diaspora of developers who used and loved Sourcegraph advocated strongly for the tool. When they switched jobs and moved, especially from smaller companies to larger ones, they brought the tool with them to the new team of developers. Sourcegraph was sought out by ex-Google employees who used to always have the Google internal code search tool open. Sourcegraph served as the natural replacement after leaving Google, and they advocated its broader use at their new organizations. In fact, Twitter's adoption of Sourcegraph with Scala support scaled through an engineer who had worked at Google before. Before the pandemic, a developer could tap on someone's shoulder or go to lunch with them to understand a code library that predated their stint at the company. With all systems going remote, this void was now a huge opportunity that Sourcegraph could fill. With all physical touch points moving online in the wake of the pandemic, companies had to now onboard thousands of developers into new roles as they made increasingly larger bets on software and tech. Sourcegraph grew very, very quickly during this time. Adding sales to the flywheel. The first sales team at Sourcegraph was set up towards the end of 2019. Greg Stone, who was head of U.S. sales at Segment, was brought in as VP of sales, along with Casey Jenkins as VP of marketing. Today, they're a team of 20 under East, West, and International combined. The current Sourcegraph PLG flywheel, with sales layered in, needed inbound and outbound SDRs to identify leads for the AEs to set up meetings with. This was to determine if they fit the target opportunity profile. A potential champion or coach was one who is aware of or understands code search in some capacity. This could be from prior experience with Sourcegraph or another code search tool like OpenGrok or has worked for Google or Facebook and used their tool. The other potential SDR included developer productivity, developer experience, API services, distinguished eng, platform engineer, and director plus eng. The SDR could also be one that had worked at a company that has more than 50 developers or a commercial account. Dev happiness and the flow state. Quinn and Beyong have been at it since 2013, fueled by their conviction that they could build the tool they needed as developers and by the mission that code search should be as universal as Google search. A16Z blog. The Sourcegraph founders want to put code search in the hands of every developer in the world. They say that their biggest challenge isn't competition, it's that most developers haven't used code search and aren't aware of the value it adds. Fresh from their Series D funding, they are hiring for more than 40 open positions on their global all-remote team, aiming to scale companies of every size and scale. Around 800,000 developers are using Sourcegraph today, and that number is going up every time you hit refresh. 
That's all, folks. We hope you found today's podcast insightful and we'll leave with a few tactics to experiment with. We'll be back next week with more exciting stories from the product-led world. If you liked today's episode, make sure to subscribe to the channel and our Substack newsletter. Link in description.